What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Pacer Pod. It is Wednesday, October 17th, and it is opening night for the Indiana Pacers in the 2018-2019 season. I am recording this about an hour and 10 minutes before tip-off, and that's because I'm still a little late on getting my Western Conference predictions in. First off, I'd like to apologize if you listened to episode five, the Eastern Conference uh, playoff, not playoffs, sorry, but just the Eastern Conference um, predictions. Definitely had some technical difficulties there at the end of the episode. I'm uh, not sure what happened, but I'm paying attention to it tonight, and um, maybe I'll find out what was going on there, what went wrong. Um, but thank you for sticking with me, checking out episode six. Um I'm going to finish up real quick what I was talking about that got cut off on last the last episode. Um, so I was wrapping up the Eastern Conference, and I was at number four, the Philadelphia 76ers. Oh, wait. Before I get into this, uh, just real quick Pacers note. Yesterday, they signed Miles Turner to a contract extension, offering the big man four years, $72 million. Miles um, can earn up to $80 million if he hits incentives. Um, those incentives, I haven't seen the details of, but I would assume they might be around like making an all-star team, maybe being an all-defensive team, um, getting recognized as all-defense. Um, I don't know, maybe they're like points per game. I would be interested to know what those incentives were. Um, my reaction is mixed. I uh, I don't know if the Pacers could do better than Miles Turner. I like the potential of Miles. He's a young guy. Um, obviously he's, he's one of the best rim protectors in the league. I like pairing him with Oladipo. I was just a little underwhelmed by what he did in the preseason. Um, but maybe, you know, maybe Miles is a guy that doesn't perform well thinking about where he's going to be, you know, um, locking him up for four years. He knows he's safe with the Pacers. He's one of the guys we're going to build around. Um, so that establishes a core of, of Oladipo and Miles Turner, and we have Domas Sabonis locked up for a couple more years too. So um, I mentioned on the, one of the first podcasts, I believe, one of the storylines to watch out for were all the all the players on the Pacers team that are, will be free agents at the end of the season. So uh, one of those guys got the, got the deal. Um, I, overall, I'm cool with it. I mean, I think hopefully Turner makes the, makes the improvements that, you know, he's capable of, and we'll look back and he'll be well worth, you know, uh, I think that turns out to be like 17, almost 18 million a year. Hopefully he gets to 80 and, and gets that 20 million a year. That means he's hitting those incentives, uh, which is what we'd want as a Pacers fan. Um, I did look up to see like what, you know, some of the reactions, what, what Turner said, he tweeted out, I bleed blue and gold. I love y'all, Indy. Couldn't have done this without y'all. Um, he is from Texas using y'all twice in a tweet, but uh Good, Miles. I love you, too. Uh, maybe recognize the whole state of Indiana. No, I'm just teasing, man. It is the Indiana Pacers, not the Indianapolis Pacers. That's okay, though. No hurt feelings. Um, yeah, so it's good. You know, we got we got Turner locked up now. Um, so we're going to be building with Oladipo, Turner, and Sabonis. Um, and that's good. So just wanted to get that out of the way. And then I'm going to get right back into the Eastern Conference predictions. I was doing my over-unders for the Vegas wins. So I was talking about Philly. I had Philly at four. Um, I am recording this, you know, uh, this is technically the second day of the season. Last night, 
Philly had a game where they lost to the Celtics, who I'll get to here in a minute. But uh, Philly, their win total is 54 from Las Vegas, and I took the under on that. I believe that uh, they will not win 54 games. I think they'll be closer to uh, 50, and and I'm saying that because I don't think their team is going to be necessarily as good as it was last year, and with the injury concerns of Joel Embiid, um, I do, however, love Ben Simmons. My goodness, that guy can play basketball. Uh, he was a machine last night against the Celtics. But the 76ers got beat 105 to 85, something like this, but basically a 20-point win for the Celtics. Um, so, yeah, I've got, I've got Philly at four. Number three, that's where I put the Indiana Pacers. I think the, uh, the Indiana Pacers are obviously poised for a big season. I like, I like Victor Oladipo. I like the fact that he is going to make another jump, I'm predicting, um, into that next realm of greatness for NBA players. Um, Another all-star appearance. Let's see what Miles Turner can do. He got paid. Um, Hopefully he's hungry. Hopefully he's ready to bring it. And it starts tonight against Memphis. Uh, Vegas had the Indiana Pacers slotted at winning 48 games. I'm going to take the over on that. They're going to have to win more than 48 games to, to finish top three in the East, but I think the Pacers are capable of it. And, um, that's what I'm a, I'm a homer. You know, the glass is half full. The season hasn't started yet. I think, I think the Pacers can do it. Number two, I've got the Toronto Raptors. They, uh, had the addition of Kawhi Leonard this year, um, in the off season trading, they traded, uh, their, one of their best players, DeMar DeRozan to San Antonio for Kawhi Leonard. Having Kawhi Leonard in the Eastern conference is going to be um, an issue if, if Kawhi turns into the, if, if Kawhi re sorry, what's the word I'm looking for? If Kawhi returns to the player he was prior to last season, last season, he was dealing with injuries. There was a lot of back and forth between uh, Kawhi and his camp versus the Spurs and the Spurs um, training staff about they were, the Spurs were saying that Kawhi should have been good to go but his camp was saying he wasn't. So last year was pretty much a debacle and um, the Spurs parted ways with Kawhi. Uh, but when, when healthy, there's no question. Kawhi Leonard's one of the top five players in the league, um, potentially the best two-way player. He's a lockdown defender. He's got hands the size of a big screen TV. Um, and he's going to really improve, I, I think, Toronto's team. They're going to be a tough team to beat. Um, they have a lot of length. They defensively could just be a juggernaut in the Eastern Conference. You throw out another Hoosier, OG and Nobi, uh, Kawhi, Pascal Siakam, Jonas Valanciunas, uh, Kyle Lowry. They just have a lot of good players. They're a deep team. Um, but I think it could take them a while to gel. And I think there's still a chance that Kawhi maybe is not happy in Toronto. Uh, I know he was talking about wanting to go to L.A., which is where he's from. So he's he Toronto has him for this year, but then they could potentially lose him if he doesn't want to re-sign with the team. So that'll be something to look out for. Las Vegas has Toronto at 55 and a half wins. I am taking the under on that. I don't think they're going to win that many. And that's basically based off the fact that I don't think they're going to get off to um, a hot start. Uh, the number one team in the Eastern Conference is I've got is the Boston Celtics. I don't think there's really um much to worry about with Boston. I would say they're kind of the consensus favorite to come out of the East. 
They've got uh, one of the best starting lineups I've, I've ever seen on paper with Al Horford, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Gordon Hayward, and Kyrie Irving. Um, you potentially could have five all-stars there. Their bench is led by uh, Terry Rozier, Marcus Smart, Marcus Morris, um, Aaron Baines. Who else do they have? Uh, I don't know. That's enough, though. You know, they've, they're, they're a really deep team. Um, I think that they are going to win a lot of games in the Eastern Conference. And I think they're going to be um, a team that the Pacers really don't have a chance against, barring any injury. Um, but uh, so, you know, we'll see. I, I think Boston's the cream of the crop in the East. I, I think they're going to make it to the finals. Um, I think Jason Tatum is going to be an all-star this year as a second-year player. Um, so Las Vegas has the Celtics at 59 wins. I'm going to take the over on that. And uh, that's going to wrap up the Eastern Conference. Uh, one thing I did do on, that, on the episode last time, I, I, I've got this thing called the Pacer Pod Parlay. So we're doing we're doing the win totals here. Uh, I've got three locks. I've got the Celtics winning over 59 games. I don't think there's any any way they don't do that. I've got the Pacers winning over 48 games. I don't think there's any way they don't do that. And the Bulls. I've got the Bulls finish winning over 30 games. So those are my three teams that I think are locks to uh, make it to the uh, or not to make it to um, cover the spread in Vegas. Uh, parlay those teams together and win yourself a fortune. All right, that's going to wrap up the Eastern Conference. And now I'm going to go into the Western Conference here. And I'm going to start here at the bottom with the Sacramento Kings. Uh, Sacramento Kings, they have a lot of nice players, a lot of young talent. I like their point guard, De'Aaron Fox, a second-year player out of Kentucky. They have, uh, let's see, Marvin Bagley. He is a rookie from Duke. I think they took him with the third pick overall. Um, let's see, they've got, hang on. the Kings have Zach Randolph, old Zebo from Marion, Indiana, shout out to Zebo and, and my alma mater, Indiana Wesleyan University. Uh, let's see, what else does Sacramento have that I like? Uh, Harry Giles is a guy that was, he went to Duke last year, but was injured and, but he, Harry was one of the top high school guys in the country or the top high school guy in the country two years ago. Um, so he could be somebody to look out for. Um, that's about all the time I'm going to spend on the Kings. You know, I've got the Kings finishing last in the Western conference. Um, Vegas has them at 26 wins. I am going to take the under on that one. And that'll lead me to the next team, the Phoenix Suns. Phoenix has an established star in Devin Booker. He's a young guy. Um, they got the first overall pick last year. So rookie DeAndre Aiden will be starting in center. Um, Phoenix has a lot of nice pieces. They have TJ Warren. They have a, um, they, what they don't really have is a point guard though. And the Western conference is just loaded with teams um, that I think are just better than Phoenix, even though Phoenix doesn't look bad on paper. And for that reason, I'm going to take the under where Vegas has them at 29 wins. And I'm going to take the under. I do not think that Phoenix will finish with that many wins. Although now that I'm thinking about it, that seems a little off. 
Um, I'm just going to stick with my gut. What the hell? Uh, the next team, the 13th team in the Western Conference, is the Dallas Mavericks, a team that I love their roster. Um, they've got, uh, it starts with Luka Doncic. He is the, let's see, he ended up being the fifth overall pick last last year in the draft. Um, he's a 19-year-old guy from, ooh, I don't remember the country, but I know he played in the be- basically the best basketball league outside of the NBA. And he was the MVP of the league last year as an 18, 19-year-old. His team won the championship. Uh, Luca's looking to probably come in and average 15 points, five boards, five assists as a rookie. Um, you know, Luca was a lot of people thought would be the best player in last year's draft. So they've got Luka Doncic. They've got second-year point guard Dennis Smith Jr. Um, Dennis Smith Jr. can put the ball in the hoop. He's an athletic point guard, um, scorer. They signed DeAndre Jordan from the Clippers this offseason. DeAndre Jordan's obviously a he's a, a big guy that can rebound, block shots, shoots a high field goal percentage because he only does dunks, and uh, shoots a lot of bricks from the free throw line. They have Harrison Barnes, who was, you know, uh, once upon a time, a, a, a key role player on the Golden State Warriors. Hasn't really taken that next leap that I'm sure Dallas fans were hoping for once he got to Dallas. But, you know, he's still a guy that's very serviceable. Um, I'd say an above average player. And then uh, let's see who else. DeAndre, Harrison Barnes, Doncic. Um, Oh, Wesley Matthews, uh, shooting guard slash small forward out of Marquette, three-point specialist, um, used to be a great defender, but had some injuries. And uh, I don't know, Dallas just has an interesting squad. Las Vegas has them picked to win 35 games. I'm going to take the under on that one as well. And then we go to number 12, the Memphis Grizzlies, who the Pacers opened their season up with against tonight. Uh, Memphis is returning a uh, Indiana native, Mike Conley, point guard, uh, perennial. I shouldn't say perennial because I don't know how many times he's been an all-star, but he's definitely been an all-star a few times. He was injured last season. Same with Mark Gasol, uh, the big man, one-time defensive player of the year. Uh, Memphis added the, I think Memphis had the third overall pick, and they took um, Jaron Jackson Jr. out of Michigan State. It was uh, Marvin Bagley to the Kings with the fourth pick. Um, I like the Memphis signed slow-mo. I love that nickname for Kyle Anderson. He's a guy out of, uh, uh, used to play for San Antonio. Memphis signed him as a free agent. Apparently Chandler Parsons is healthy again. Um, So Memphis is actually a team that I think is going to surprise some teams this year. I I don't necessarily think they're going to make the playoffs, especially in the Western Conference. But if Gasol and Conley are healthy, um, I think they win games and Las Vegas has them at 33 and a half. I'm going to take the over on that. And um, I think Memphis wins more. Uh, the next team is at 11. I've got the Minnesota Timberwolves. Last year, they made the playoffs. Um, they're going through the Jimmy Butler debacle right now where Jimmy wants to be on a different team. He's very vocal about that, but the uh, Timberwolves are not getting the getting the return on what they would like. So they're hanging on to them and Jimmy is going to start the season with them. I just don't see how a team can really um, 
win many games whenever there's that much of distraction in the locker room, whenever uh, your best player doesn't get along with your other two best players or the coach or the organization as a fan, like how can you really root for the guy? But then on the other hand, you know, Jimmy Butler's a hell of a basketball player and you're rooting for your team to win. And when he makes good plays, I mean, I would root for him too. Um, but I just think that's going to hurt Minnesota. Las Vegas has him at 41 and a half wins. I, I, I'm going to take the under on that. I do not think they reached that level. Um, I think they would have been better off if they would have already got rid of Jimmy Butler and just focused on, you know, doing work with Carl Anthony Towns, who, you know, is, is, you know, probably one of the top five young guys in the league. Like if you had to build a team around 25 and under, you know, Carl Anthony Towns is one of those guys. He's an elite scorer um, at, at the, from the center position. Um, yeah. So Minnesota, 41 and a half wins. I'm going under at number 10. Uh, Portland Trailblazers with the backcourt of Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum. They've got Joseph Nurkic, a big guy uh, from another country. Las Vegas has Portland at 42 wins. I'm taking the slight over on that one. I think that they can win a little bit more than that. At the nine spot, we've got the Los Angeles Clippers here. Los Angeles Clippers is the starless team, in my opinion. I I don't think anybody would be able to name if you're not a, a kind of an NBA nerd, it'd be tough to name their players, but they've got a lot of really solid role players. To me, they kind of are built like the Indiana Pacers in the West without the star of, of Oladipo. Um, they've got Tobias Harris, who's very, very solid. Um, Patrick Beverly, Avery Bradley, Danilo Gallinari, Bojan, or Bo Boban, some huge dude. If you haven't looked this guy up, it's worth a Google just to look at this guy's picture. Boban, last name starts with an M, but uh, the dude's like 7'2", seven, 7'3". Seven, His face is just crazy face. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, I think the Clippers are actually going to be pretty solid this year. Las Vegas has them at 37 and a half. I'm going to take the over on that one. And then that leaves me with eight spots left. And so these are going to be the playoff teams. We've got the San Antonio Spurs is who I picked as the eight seed. Uh, unfortunately, they lost DeJounte Murray, uh, their starting point guard, who I like a lot. He ended up making second team all defense last year. Uh, but San Antonio still has LaMarcus Aldridge and, and, and DeMar DeRozan. Um, they have arguably the best coach in the league in Greg Popovich. Um, one of the best organizations in the league with the Spurs. No one's been as consistent as the Spurs over the past two or three decades. And I just think, you know, I think the Spurs are going to find a way to win. That's what they do. They just plug guys in and they win. Um, this year is definitely going to be the biggest test, I would think, you know, losing some of those familiar faces, the Hall of Famers like Ginobili and uh, Tony Parker, um, not having Kawhi Leonard around. But they bring in DeMar DeRozan. They've got LaMarcus Aldridge, Aldridge still. They still have Powell, um, Splatty Patty Mills. Um, I don't know. I just think they're going to figure a way to work it out. And so Vegas has them at 43 and a half. I'm going to take the slight over on that one and uh, roll with it. At number seven, I've got the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, they've got probably the best player in uh, – 
well, definitely the best big man. You can't say best best player. LeBron still has that title. Um, but definitely a top three player in, in the league. Anthony Davis, unibrow, um, anchoring that team. I think, well, one thing I learned from one of the podcasts I was listening to was that the Pelicans have um, really upped their pace of play and they're setting records. In the preseason, they set records for possession or how, how do you, what's that stat? Uh, number of possessions per game. They're up around 114 possessions. So if you assume you shoot, you know, 50%, that means you're making, or not 50%, say 40%, 45%. You know, you're making 60, 50, 60 shots a game right there. So that's going to be a lot of points. Uh, I think Anthony Davis is going to make a lot of those shots. They also added, oh, my point was, I think Anthony Davis could probably lead the league in scoring this year. Um, he's a freak in fantasy. He's a freak. Um, but anyways, so the Pelicans with AD, they added Julius Randle, another Kentucky guy from the Lakers, who I like, actually. They have Miritich, Stretch Four, uh, Drew Holiday, Aaron Holiday's brother, who's a borderline all-star player. Um, there's not much else there. The, they do have Elford Payton, who actually I, I think could be pretty good especially pairing with AD. Um, Alfred's like 6'6", 6'7", point guard, and doesn't really shoot the ball, but, you know, they don't really need him to. If he can just play D and distribute the ball well, I think he'll be a good fit in New Orleans. So Vegas got the number at 45 and a half. I'm going to take the over. I think the Pelicans win more than that. I think they finish as the seventh seed in the West. Uh, with the sixth seed, I've got the Los Angeles Lakers. The Lakers are a team that added LeBron James from Cleveland this year. And LeBron actually signed a three or four year deal with, with the Lakers, meaning that they can actually build a team around him. That's the thing that LeBron did in Cleveland that I thought was, um, I mean, looking back in hindsight, he, he kind of handcuffed the team year by year to have to, they depleted all their assets to try to keep him happy. And, but in L.A., he was willing to sign a three, four year deal. He's putting trust in the organization. This is the last chapter of his career. And um, they could be scary good. They could be scary good because they have a lot of good young talent. And with LeBron, I mean, I think the, that their team is already better than what the Cavs were last year. At least, you know, if you took LeBron off the rosters, they're better. He took the Cavs to the finals four years in a row. Um. I like the fact that, uh, that the Lakers have Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, Kyle Kuzma, uh, add in JaVale McGee, make him dance Lance, uh, Rondo. Just They've got a lot of solid players, and I think that they're going to do just fine. Obviously, having LeBron's not going to hurt. Vegas has them at 47.5. I'm going to take the over. Um with the fifth seed, I'm gonna I, I slotted the Denver Nuggets in here. They've got a lot of they've got a lot of really good players. I like Denver's team a lot. Gary Harris, uh, Nicole Jokic, or Nikola, not Nicole, Paul Millsap, Will Barton, Jamal Murray, um, Isaiah Thomas. Who else do they have? Yeah, they've got a lot of really good players, a lot of above average players. 
Um, but it just hasn't quite clicked all the way yet for Denver. Last year, they missed the playoffs. They ended up having to play an extra game. Well, I don't know if it, actually if it was an extra game or just it came down to the last game of the season. But they um, they missed the playoffs to Minnesota. And this year, I think they that everyone will be a little older, a little bit more experienced, and I think they're going to gel uh, more together as a team this year and win a lot of games. Las Vegas has them at 47 and a half, same as the Lakers. I'm going to take an, I'm going to take the over on that one as well. And now for the teams that are going to have home court advantage in the first round of the playoffs. At number four, I've got the Oklahoma City Thunder, who have already played a game. I'm cheating. Um, they played the Warriors last night. The Warriors beat the Thunder 108 to 100. So I did not watch that game. Unfortunately, I have to work and I cannot stay up and watch the West Coast games. However, um, you know, looking at the scoreboard, at least only losing by eight points to the Warriors on ring night. That's when the Warriors collected their championship rings from last year. I think that's a pretty damn good sign that the that the Thunder might be a team to contend with this year. Um, Westbrook was out. He's dealing with a little knee injury, which is slightly concerning to me. Um, fortunately for the Thunder, though, they brought in an extremely serviceable, serviceable, serviceable backup point guard in Dennis Schroeder out of Atlanta. I love the fact that they added Schroeder. I love the fact that they added Nerlens Noel to a core of Westbrook, Paul George, Stephen Adams, Jeremy Grant, Andre Roberson, who's already injured. Um, I don't love Oklahoma City's bench once you get beyond Schroeder and Noel, but I think as far as like a seven-man rotation in the playoffs, especially deep into the playoffs, that they, they could be killer. I mean, they're crazy athletes defensively. Um, they can just really get after you. I love Stephen Adams as a center. Uh, so Vegas has them at 48 and a half. I'm actually going to take the slight under, and I think it's going to be a really tight race between four through six. So the Thunder, Nuggets, and Lakers, I, I have them all uh, basically finishing with the same record. And number three in the Western Conference is a team that I, I enjoy rooting for, uh, the Utah Jazz. I like their players a lot. You've got the Stifle Tower and Rudy Gobert, seven foot two, seven foot three, guy out of France, um, just blocks a shit ton of shots. Always going to get you ten plus rebounds. Uh, Rudy Gobert is a fun player to root for. I love Donovan Mitchell. He's going to be a second year player. Last year he averaged, man, I want to say almost nineteen points a game as a rookie. Came on real strong. Um, you know, Donovan's going to look to improve on that this season. They've got Joe Ingles, Rudy, uh, not Rudy, um, uh, Ricky, Ricky Rubio. Old Colin Cowherd used to say, Ricky Rubio. Um, man, it's been a long time. R Rubio's been in the league for a while because I remember I was uh, working for Apria Healthcare, washing, clean, cleaning medical equipment. Talk about, talk about an interesting job. Um, Scrubbing down used uh, wheelchairs, changing air filters on oxygen concentrators that would sit in people's houses that smoked chain smoked cigarettes. Uh, man, you would I just had some gross stuff. But moral of the story, I would listen to Colin Calvert all the time, and, and he had a he would always talk about Ricky Rubio there for a little while. Uh, the Jazz have 
uh, up and coming coach. He's been getting a lot of good recognition in, in Quinn Snyder. They're just a, they've got Derek Favors, who's a, who's just a solid player at power forward. They've got a lot of nice pieces. They uh, had one of the best defenses in the league last year, and um, I think they're poised for a great season. Vegas has them at 50 wins. I'm going to take the over on that. I think they win more than 50. And the number two seed, and this is what everybody would say, I've got the Houston Rockets. Houston is running back basically um, the same core they did last year. Big three of MVP, James Harden, Chris Paul, and uh, Clint Capella. They added Carmelo Anthony. They added James Ennis. They still have Eric Gordon, Nene. Um, they added Michael Carter-Williams. They're, they're, they're just a pretty dynamic. P.J. Tucker, they still have P.J. Tucker. They've got a good team. and um, But last year, they ended up winning 65 games and finished with the best record in the league. I don't see that happening again this year. I think they, Vegas has them at 56 and a half. Um, I'm going to take actually an under on that one, which I could see that one really going either way. But um, I just see the Rockets just kind of coasting this year. And yeah, I've got them with the under, which leaves one team left, the best team in the league, the Golden State Warriors, two-time defending champs. They've won three of the last four championships. They added arguably one of the best centers in the league in uh, Boogie Cousins, who's going to be coming off of an injury. So obviously some questions there, but still, um, even if Boogie is 60% of what he was last year in New Orleans, they're, the Golden State Warriors are running out a lineup that beats the Boston Celtics, which already have one of the best lineups I've ever seen. So you're talking about starting center Boogie Cousins, Draymond Green, Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, Stephen Curry. The one advantage I give to Boston over Golden State is their depth. That The bench unit for Boston I could see running rampant over the Warriors. So I think the Warriors are vulnerable if, if they get an injury or the boogie actually doesn't can't come back and, and get to any anywhere close to where he was last year. Um, but the Warriors are the favorites, and they've they've got – Former MVPs, two, I mean, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, arguably the three best shooters in the league. They're just a team that's loaded. Um, they're the favorite to win it again this year. I've got them at, um, let's see, Vegas has them at 62 wins. The Warriors won 58 last year. I've got them on the, I'm taking the over. I think that they're going to be keeping pace with Boston in the East. And I think that last year, you know, they were a little sluggish throughout the season, a little sloppy. But this year, I think they tighten it up. They're off to a 1-0 start, beating a, a very solid Thunder team. And, you know, we'll see. I, I, I'd i like to see Boston knock them off, but the Warriors are, are the champs. And it's hard to say that they're going to lose. So I, I would predict that they're going to win, win it again this year and go for the three-peat. I know one of the things that that those guys actually care about is is their legacy, and um, I'm sure it helps, you know, having guys on the team that were former or whose dads played in the league. Steph Curry's dad was Dale Curry, who played for the Hornets. Clay Thompson's dad was um, Michael Thompson, who played for the Lakers. You know, 
We've got Kevin Durant, who's multiple, well, no, I think maybe just one. He's won the MVP once, but he's won the scoring title multiple times. Draymond Green, you know, he's just like Dennis Rodman on steroids. And uh, the Warriors are just loaded. That starting lineup is absolutely loaded. Killer. Arguably, I, I don't know of any team that, that would have a better one through five than what the Warriors could potentially put out there this year. Um, so that'll be interesting to see. Uh, so, oh, Pacers pod parlay for the Western Conference. I'm locking in that the Sacramento Kings do not win 26 games. I think they're going to be under that. I'm locking in that the Memphis Grizzlies win more than 33 and a half. And fingers crossed on that one. That's that's uh, they're going to need Conley and Gasol to, to have bounce back seasons. And then I'm also going to lock in that the Utah Jazz win over 50 games. So uh, that's a wrap for the Western Conference. It's almost game time here. Pacers kick off and not kick off, tip off. Let's go. It's basketball time. Pacers tip off in 34 minutes. Um, I had a good time in Green Bay. If you checked out my last podcast, I was recording it right before I left. Packers ended up winning uh, that Monday night game by a field goal. And it was cold as balls. It was about 25 degrees was the real feel on my phone. And it was uh, it was a cool experience. I did uh, have a little bit to drink, maybe a little bit more than what I uh, should have. And so I would like to apologize if I've got a guy listening who I just beat his ears with Pacers Pod Talk um, that fourth quarter of the game. He seemed to like it, um, but it's possible that he didn't. So, hey, buddy, if you're listening to this, sorry about that. Thanks for checking out my pod, though. And um, that's it. Shout out to you, man. Um, Go Pack Go. All right. That's it for me tonight, guys, and let's get a Pacers win, get off to a good start here. I'll probably have a, well, the Pacers play the Grizzlies tonight, who they should win, and then they have, I believe it's Milwaukee on Friday, so I'll be coming back on here after after the first game or two to, to let you guys know what I'm thinking. All right, thanks for checking it out. Peace.